Uh, Dr. Ryan Briggs is a social scientist from the University of Guelph. I'd like to welcome him onto the show. Welcome. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate your time on this Giving Tuesday. Thank you for having me, Kelly. I don't think a lot of people would be familiar. I don't think it rolls off the tongue and, and people think, okay, well, I'm, I'm familiar with after Cyber Monday, it's all about giving. So give us a, a little background on Giving Tuesday and the history of it. Yeah. So, you know, we have Black Friday and we have Cyber Monday. And the idea behind Giving Tuesday is we're entering the holiday season with these big sales. Um, this is a time when we can also, uh, think about others and think about giving to charity. And I think that's very in keeping with the broad, the broad holiday season. So Tuesday is the time that we give back. So we spend all our money on ourselves and people we know on uh, Monday and Cyber Monday and Black Friday. Now it's all about giving back. Um, so how do we make the right donation? I mean, wh where do you start? Because there is there are just so many uh, charities that especially now because of the pandemic, um, really need our help. You're right. Um, there are so many choices. And I think the first thing that people should do is think about what they want to achieve with the money that they're donating. Um, for me, when I give money, um, one of my top priorities is trying to do the most good that I can with the money. And if people are thinking that way, then my main message is that they should be trying to find, and I can, I can give examples of highly effective charities that work in low-income countries. And the reason for this is because people that are living in low-income countries often lack basic, fairly cheap things that can really help them. So for example, they might suffer from infectious diseases that could be fairly easy to treat if funding was available. And you know, we're often in a position to be able to provide that funding. You brought up an example of uh, you know, how some people might want to give it home, but uh, the money doesn't go as far. How do you find out which um, charity is going to use your money um, the best? Is there, a, is there a place we can go to? Yeah, so there are a number of places. Um, internationally, a widely recognized organization that focuses on this is called GiveWell. Um, and for Canadians, there's an organization called RC Forward. It stands for Rethink Charity Forward. Mm -hmm. um, rcforward.org is a re-granting organization. And so often charities that we would want to give to um, are not registered in Canada and won't give us tax receipts. And so RC Forward exists as a re-granting organization. They have lists of highly effective charities that have been really rigorously vetted. And then if you give money to them, they will give you a tax receipt and pass the money on to these international charities. You don't want to think that people are only giving because they get a tax write-off. But at the end of the day, some people do want to get that tax write-off. So they want to stick to charities close to home. If they're looking for something close to home, are there causes beyond? I mean, I know food banks are really, really uh, in need, desperate need this year. So many people have started using them during the pandemic um, that really need our help. Is there anything that you can recommend close to home? Uh, that people or a, a site where, you know, you can go online, take a look at the different charities, find out how they match up with, you know, your priorities when it comes to giving and supporting um, people in your community. Yeah, so this is this is what I do. So I feel connections to my local community. Um, I'm a member of it and I feel obligations as a member of it and I want to help my neighbors. And so I give to my local food bank. I see the lines outside the food bank and I see how they've gotten longer during COVID and I give to there. I have two kids. And when I frame these global health issues, I frame it by looking at my kids. Um, 
when I think, for example, like what would I pay to stop one of my kids from going blind? Mm. Like, like it's a lot of money, right? It's on the order of like a house, <laughs> a car. It's, it's enormous amounts of money. And it turns out, right, if, if you are thinking broadly about helping, you know, anybody, then the, lo- the largest cause of preventable blindness in the world is a bacterial infection called trachoma. Um, it usually affects kids. It costs about $30 all in to treat, to like reach the kids, to give them the antibiotics. And if you treat them, then they won't grow up to be blind. And so there's just frankly nothing in Canada where you can have, they give $30 and have the impact yeah. of knowing you've prevented a child from growing up to be blind. And so for me, I split my donations. I give some money locally because I feel the local pull. Um, and I think it's really reasonable to feel that. Um, I also give a lot of money to international charities because I just feel like this is an opportunity where the money that I'm giving can go just go so much further and help so many more people. So for me, I split. And I think that's a reasonable thing yeah. for people to do. It's a great idea. And I know a lot of people are planning on giving to charitable, um, you know, different charitable um, uh, causes this year. And this is the perfect day to do it. And it's a great lesson for kids. How do you get your kids involved as well when you're, you know, um, giving on Giving Tuesday? And is that something you recommend? Because I think that um, what a great way to show kids not only what it's like to be a good citizen in your own community, but a global citizen. I do. Um, yep. Throughout the year, uh, when the kids collect change, they have a special box for it. All of the money goes there. And then around this time, we sit them down, we have a conversation, we try to get them to think about the priorities that they would have. Um, and then I help them think through uh, ways that their money might be able to go further. Um, so that is that is something I do. I think it's a great thing to do. Um, and for me, it it just helps to make the hol- it helps to orient the holidays in a way that I feel more comfortable with. The kids know they're going to get, you know, lots of presents and lots of things. Um, and I also want them to, to sort of recognize, you know, like having a, a charitable spirit is a virtue. Um, and I, I don't want to try to inculcate that in them. Well, based on science, you sleep really well at night because I hear that uh, if you give, the more altruistic you are, then you are less likely to have sleep apnea, believe it or not, restless leg syndrome, and you actually clock more hours of sleep. So uh, I, I'm going to wish you a good night's sleep tonight again after you are done with your Giving Tuesday donation. And thank you for your time, Dr. Briggs. Thanks so much. As the parent of small kids, I will take anything that can improve my sleep. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Have a good one. Dr. Briggs is a social scientist from the University of Guelph. Today is Giving Tuesday. So something to keep in mind if you are planning on being charitable throughout this holiday season, today might be the day to do it.